I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing Michael Caine. My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. Won't have a ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, my Season 5 of Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. I am your host, Kyle Mocha. Thank you all for tuning in here live on YouTube or if you're listening in the future on YouTube, Stitcher. You know, what are the other ones we got? Spotify, uh, the iTunes, anything like that. The Thank iTunes. you so much for uh, tuning in and listening. We have a very, very, very fucking awesome special show in store for you this evening. But first, joining me as always in the downstairs chair right there. Mr. Justin Olin Pato is here. Hey, man. How's your day been, brother? Good. Having a good day? Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, today. dude, it's been annoyingly warm for November. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier. It's been like... I mean, we had some warm warm moments last November. Yeah, but this one's like a whole week straight yeah. of, of warmth. And, yeah. and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying only having to wear a hoodie. What's up, um, Rich? And, and a flannel once in a while. We got a richer blackboard in the room. What's up? We're going to have a good turnout tonight. We are going to have a great turnout tonight. Zach's going to be joining us any minute now. But uh, a lot of the reason that we're going to have such a great turnout is our special guest this evening. Who's we here? We are now joined by the... Walter, Walt, Hardcore Walt, Big Walt, whatever you want to call him, Walter Phillips is here. I, I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna introduce you, uh, introduce you as this. I look at you as you're kind of like the godfather of the local scene. Not you're the somebody, godfather. I'm the, you're, gran, the grandfather. The grandfather. <laughs> I'll Richie, take that. R Richie Crutch. 
is the Godfather. Okay, uh, Richard I'm Kurtz. not Italian. I'm All not right, Italian. you can't take that. Yeah. I'm the grandfather. The grandfather. I'll give it. I'll give you that. Then the grandfather of the local scene. You literally. We're gonna get into your whole story later on. But uh, uh, Rich is already bringing up your table. He says there's a lot of great stuff sitting on the oh, table. Oh yeah, year. there's gonna be a lot of talking <laughs> about a lot of crazy shit. That most of it I won't remember. I won't remember. There are a handful of things over there that I definitely know. Um, including that Wasteland Babies crutch. Yeah. Yep. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. It's going to be fucking throwback central this evening. Yeah. And Walt, uh, you might recognize him from uh, every show you've been to in the Poconos for the last 30 something years. Yeah. You might notice him for uh, ticketing you on Main Street as well. He. Well, we weren't going to bring that up. We're not going to bring that up. <laughs> we're not bringing any of the that. The nicest up. meter made ever. The nicest. I left a note on my car once. Uh, because the meter had been ripped out of the ground. Um, and I left a note, and inside the note, because I left it on an envelope, I left a bunch of quarters, and then I just took a picture of it and posted it to Facebook and tagged Walt in it, and I went, hey, just so you know, there's no meter. So here you go, I'm leaving you some fucking... Yeah, I would have missed it, because, yeah. you know, not seeing a meter, that I definitely would have ticketed you anyway. Oh, uh, okay. Thank you for that note, so yeah. I realized that there was no meter there. There's no meter. It's crazy. I don't know how it got ripped out. out, but yeah, I'm all, I'm always looking out for people in their quarters. We got uh, Don H oh. chiming in. He says, "Grandfather, because you're old as shit, bro." I am old. You are old. This is gonna be fun because now Justin finally has somebody on the show that's almost as old as him. Justin is 79 yeah. years old. Yeah. Uh, he's a 79 year old man. Up, climbing up that. You keep getting dude. older every week. I think every week you're getting older and older. Uh, but Zach's upstairs working on our Brunch Weekly original single. We're sticking with the Americana sound right now. we got two songs left in the Americana. Next week, we'll be wrapping up with our yep. 100th overall episode ever. We'll be wrapping up we the... and I think cool surprises for that episode. I, I, well, we have some surprises, but I'm pretty sure that that's the song that he's including the fart noises I've been recording for him. Oh. Did you do any of those? No, I wasn't he told said, to. He asked, oh, okay, he asked me, can you, re- or it was in the group chat, and you, you didn't see. Oh, Zach apparently deleted all of the sick piano. Oh, no. That, he redid it. Okay, he redid it. All right. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing something with some fart noises maybe next week. Who, who knows? Uh, all I know is that for a couple of days I was waking up, and if I had... Uh, uh, drank anything the night before and had some beer shits about to happen. Uh, there's always the precursor gas. So I just kept rolling over, picking up my phone, and instead of using video or, or audio only, I would take a video of just me farting. But it's just like a, a shot of my, my bed from real close. And then just like the weirdest, my farts in the morning sound is fucking weird. They, yep. They've been sounding really weird for the last two days because we ate too much fucking cheese on Saturday. We'll get to that yeah, a little thanks, bit more Zach. when Zach, but no, Zach turned 30. He had a 30 cheese party. It was so we good. Had 30 types of cheese. It was amazing. There's never enough cheese. Oh, uh, <laughs> all the cheeses, all of the fucking locally uh, hunted and, and 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 prepared meats. Yeah. So much so many tube meats. Yeah, Denny Denny had his uh pickled um Pickled beef. Oh, the pickled like, beef. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. fucking delicious. And there, yeah, there was just a lot of good sausage and stuff. So I, I have uh, been farting a lot and not shitting regularly. Mm, makes me want to live here. It's a good place <laughs> to live. Shits and farts and Dude, meats and cheeses. What else do you need? What yeah. else do you need in life? Uh, but it's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy week for all sorts of reasons. Yeah. Um, and I feel like to, to, to not hark on the weather too much, uh, maybe uh, 2020 was like, hey, this week's going to be fucking nuts. 
this whole week from last <laughs> Tuesday on. I forget what happened last Tuesday, but it was like it's gonna be a fucking nuts of a week. So the weather just decided we're gonna fucking really. Yeah, we're, we're gonna give you spring. We're gonna give you a break right here in the middle give of November. Spring. We need it. Yeah, it's fucking. I, I don't know. That was Trump's taking credit. Wait, wait, wait. This isn't Trump's taking credit for the weather. He's taking credit for the weather. That's there you go. He's tweeting. taking credit for the weather. What's he tweeting? He's tweeting. Uh, it's sunny out. You're welcome. Uh, but we do have a very, fe- uh, very awesome featured band this evening. Uh, with Walt being here and knowing Walt from the hardcore scene, I wanted to yeah. try to find something. That was in the the vein of hardcore metal, something like that. So I found <laughs> I found a French hardcore band called Beyond the Sticks. At first, we thought they were going to be a Sticks cover band, and that they were just yeah. playing things like in a different way. But it's not. They're just a regular uh, hardcore uh, metal band from France. Uh, they they I I enjoy it. It's, I it's, it's a very it's fun. It's, it's a, a fun, very a approachable song. hardcore song. Um, so we're going to get to get into that. It's pretty much everything I grew up listening to. Yeah, you know, yeah. And we started sure. listening to a lot of the bands that we have coming up over the next couple of months. I've been making a big push to book as many bands as we can possibly get. <laughs> um, to the point where we might start having to do like two or three musical breaks and we keep getting the the response. Which is good. Keep sending stuff Yeah, in. man. If you're a band, if you're, if you're a musician, an artist, anything like that, I don't care what style of music you play, if you're listening to this and you have music, send it to km.won'tshutup at gmail.com with a little write-up of yourself and we'll get back to you and we'll feature you guys. Yes. We've had bands from Australia, bands from Italy, bands from fucking Norway, Sweden, all over the place and we just like to, to share as much music as we possibly can. Why can't we just do PA bands? Bro? We could do PA we could bands. Do a whole we thing. could do just PA. What is going on? You got to represent the hometown. We do. Uh, we, we do. Team. We, we do, do a lot of PA, but then we reach out because we like Australia as well. We got this big kick of Australian music. Uh, there's this band Cosmic Psychos that I really fucking love. Uh, King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard. Uh, passenger of shit, like just random fucking bands that we just got really the Lion into, King. What's and up, you know we now we na- we now are trying to be as international as we possibly Double can. International, and that sound means that we are now joined by Mr. Zachary Storman. All yeah. right, Zachary Storman is here. Uh, in oh. chat, we got uh, yo Walter. From Yo, Leaf Walter J. from Leaf J. Oh, is that check Mike? Is that a check checkmate? Checkmate. Oh, this is so vulgar. Mm-hmm. I love it, Brittany. All right, awesome. Brittany. Welcome, uh, welcome everybody for listening hey. along. Now we've got a lot of uh, talking to do tonight. Uh-huh. We've got a lot of drinking that we uh-huh. need to do tonight, and some of it's not really that awesome. So why don't we jump right <laughs> into what are we drinking? Water. So you don't have to review it in the morning for the bathroom. Cheap booze and craft brews. Review it in the morning for the bathroom. What do we drink it? What do we drink it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We are again. We're gonna be drinking and sipping on some beer. We have. Two featured beers. Walt brought a bunch of beer, but we've got two featured oh. beers that yeah, you, you brought a nice little sampler of I beers. I don't drink anymore. He doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> um, so that's perfect because we're going to jump to this uh, Miller 64 oh, Extra Light Beer. Walt, they're on the, the stool next to you there if you want to give this a sipper with us. I've already had about seven of these. So I can just tell you right now what I think my rating is, and it's uh, 35. Um, this is... <laughs> On a scale of, of 100 to water. Zero to 100. <laughs> um, zero to 100. This is a 35. Because it is a flavorful and crisp, 
with only 64 calories, 2.8% alcohol by volume. Although, if... And how much was it for a case? 26 bucks. $26. For 30, $26 for a 30. This doesn't have a taste. This is water. There's no taste. It is water, right? But on a hot day, on a hot day, like an extremely hot day, this would be a good beer to just it drink some water. You didn't realize this was that low. We right? did it. We had no idea until I went, this does just taste like water. I just saw the case of Miller 64. I was like, oh, we did Miller, but we haven't We ran. haven't done but that. this is not MGD 64. No, this is Miller 64 no, Miller. Extra Light yeah. Beer. So whatever the D is, the draft there, the Miller Genuine Draft, you need the genuine draft part of this because this is literally, if you were working on a hot summer's day, you could drink 40 of these, be hydrated and not drunk. Zach's already done with beer number one. That's how easy it is to drink. But I rank it 35. I want to see what you guys are ranking it here. Zach, you already slammed one down. What do you give it on a scale of 0 to 100? I think if it had the same alcohol as regular beer, it yep. would taste just like Coors Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Coors Light, but, yep. each, but it won't get you drunk as fast as Coors Light. No, you I need to drink no, twice not. as many what of these. What did I give Coors Light? I don't remember. We didn't do Coors Light. We have not done Coors Light no. on this ranking yet. Yeah. Well, whatever, this is going to be half of Coors Light. Yeah. I like to think I give Coors Light... Decent score, so this is going to get a 30. 30, 30 all right. right. Justin, 0 to 100, where do you rank this piece of shit? Uh, I mean, it makes sense as to why it's so light. I don't think it's as terrible. Um, it's not terrible, it's just pointless. Yeah, it's pretty pointless. Yeah. But uh, as a beer, an 18. An 18. <laughs> yeah. All right, Walt, you want to throw in your ranking on this? Uh, 0 to 100. Well, if someone put this in a glass mm-hmm. and said it was a glass of water... Yep. I'd be like, hey, thank you. I, I think you it. left a little bit of beer in that water, but right. we're all right. Thank yeah. Um, I guess because maybe I drink too much, like, darker shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really know how to rank this, so, like, I'll just go with a negative one. Negative, negative one. one. It'll, be, negative. it'll be included. Right. We've not had right. a negative yet. All right. Now, you do have, sitting right next to you, you have a Mickey's. Mickey's, we all know you as a guy who has enjoyed Mickey's. Yo, bro. Mickey's. You like the Mickey's. Um, do you do you still drink Mickey's on the regular, or is it a special Absolutely occasion? Absolutely not. Not? No? Okay. no. So this is a very special occasion for you tonight. It's all about the nostalgia. Nostalgia you know, night, we got to bring it back. I cannot drink a Mickey's. I cannot drink a case of Mickey's because my Mickey's mud. Yeah. If you know what Mickey's mud is. No, I don't. You don't know what Mickey's mud no. is. I can, I can guess. Is this the next morning? <laughs> it is. Thank it, you. It could, okay. be, it could be during. I got it. it during the night. Uh, yeah. Um, the next day was just too, too brutal. How I drank this beer yeah. for so many years right, right, after right. You know, the case. After when did case. you get introduced to Mickey's? Was it like your teenage beard, like into early it years was, of drinking? Honestly, man, it was those days where um, I was pushing. I wasn't 21 yet, though. I was maybe like 18, 19 years old. Yeah. I mean, walked around the mall begging for change. You know, hey man, yo, yo, let me get some change, get yeah. some beers, whatever. And Mickey's back in the day was like maybe <coughs> eight to nine bucks a case. Jesus. You know, tops. Yeah. Um, it only got popular because some some moron on MTV's Real World started drinking it. Then all of a sudden, it's it always what happens. Someone says it in a song, or they like drink eight, a music like video. Eight bucks to yeah. like freaking twenty bucks, and yeah. House, House of Pain <laughs> sang about it. Fuck. Didn't even get that expensive when House of Pain sang about it. But yeah. when, when the Real World came on, right. and this guy was drinking Mickey's, like, yo, what's that? Just beer? skyrocketed. Oh, it's like PBR it. fifteen years ago. All of a sudden, yeah. it just became the most real, expensive, bro. and real. it's like, why? Like, you, know, you used to get it for fourteen dollars a case. They used to make twenty twos. 
Oh, Besides man. the 40s, 22s were the shit, man. Oh, nice. Back in the CC's days at the convenience store, the convenience store was badass. We used to get 22s for a dollar and a quarter. Damn. Jeez. Okay. Dollar and a quarter. And that's got to taste better, you know, than, than spending a dollar 25 on, uh, you know, a natty right, daddy. Because right. I'll buy a 25 ounce natty daddy. They were the perfect size to fit in your pocket to walk in the club. Sorry, Fuck mom yeah. and pop CC's. I always stuck <laughs> dancing there. But, uh,. It was yeah, only man. seven years ago. They can't do anything to you. So we got we got a uh, Jesus Christ when we're coming by to have a drinking night. I've heard Kyle loves horror movies from Greg Pelkin. Oh, I, over me, at Paco Design. Me, yeah. I do not. I I enjoy horror movies uh, later. I don't enjoy them while I'm watching. I enjoy them later when Afterwards, I'm thinking back on them. Oh, I got you. I go, oh, okay, that wasn't ter- ter- terrible and terrifying, but it was. I'm always crying at the end of horror movies because I just can't. At least you'll it. sit there for Sano will get up and walk away. Yeah, Going no, I, I'll sit there. I'll do the. I'm looking off to the side or whatever side. Like I saw it too uh, in fucking theaters. Not that scary of a movie, but there are certain parts where I was just like, hey, and I'm closest to this wall, so I'll just kind of look over at that wall and pretend that I fell asleep, and then I just usually fall asleep. All right, we got beer number two here, guys. Evil Genius Beer Company has brewed a beer called Cool Story, bro. Can you say that for me, Walt? Yo, cool story, bro. Thank you. Blood Orange. <laughs> I don't got one of them. What the Blood fuck, or- bro? Oh, over on your table on that side. There you I go. Did. You got that guy. All right. So I'm hoping this one tastes a little bit more like beer. I hope I'm it has this, beer in it. This one has actual beer in it. Um, it is <laughs> a company that I've never really been super disappointed by. They always have really sweet uh, names for their beverages. And I did not check the ABV oh. on this. Nice toss. Ah, uh, this is a 32 six, six. IBUs and a 6.6. 6. All right, so this should Ooh, taste like stinks. beer. Oh, it does have a nice little stank to mm. it. I like it. Blood mm. orange pale ale. I don't like pale ale. Cool story, bro. <laughs> oh, it's a great stink. I love it. Oh, it's Ooh. good. Yeah, well, yeah it's, it. got, it's got a little bit of the bite at the back. And that, that doesn't is, suck. That is fruity in enough of a way that you might want a beer to have some fruit on there. It is more blood orange than most blood orange beers. It's almost uh, grapefruit flavored. Definitely like, has almost that. has I, that. I took a nice big swig of that one. Is it blood orange and grapefruit really similar? Though? I would assume feel so. feel like they're almost the same I thing. I feel like if you so. take an orange and a grapefruit and combine them, you get a blood orange, but I don't know how I feel like half the shit works. they put in beers, you don't eat on a normal basis. <laughs> yeah. no. Does it mean it's just like getting a blood orange just sound like something you should have did? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Or something you shouldn't do. If I you got never a got a blood orange, orange from yeah. a chick, you should yeah. get a blood orange You should definitely get a... If the girl's offering you blood orange, <laughs> oh. go for it. Marry that girl. Um, I enjoy this. I, I do think this is pretty too. good. I'm going to give this, because it it's not an IPA, it's just a pale ale. I'm digging oh, yeah. it. I'm going to say that I'm going to give this a... I'm saying a 73. I'm going to give this guy a 73. Right, passing right. Um, it is it is passing. I feel like I could drink this more than I could drink something that is grapefruit because I don't have the immediate acid reflux from right, it. Right. Justin, what are you thinking on this guy? Oh, I'm very close. Uh, like 78. 78. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a little bit higher than I would have given it because yeah. I gave it a 73. And Zach, what are you thinking on 72. this? 72. 72. Right. We're all liking this. All right. So let's jump over to Walt. You, not not usually a pale ale type of guy. I hate pale ale. You don't go uh, fruity roll, usually. Roll, rolling Rock yeah. sucks my big bag. You don't. Oh, that's <laughs> a staple yeah, here. Rolling Rock is that's a staple yeah, there. It's horrible. Bro. Come on, the Trobe. You got to support PA, man. It may be it's, it's, the only, it's the only beer I would not support from Pennsylvania. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised I like this as much as I do, man. Hell yeah. Um, for a pale ale on a scale of zero to one hundred, where would you put ooh. it? 
I'm digging it, bro. Yeah. I don't think I'd buy it. Okay. But okay. I'm digging it. You're digging it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it, man. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eighty five. Eighty five. You know, for a guy that doesn't like pale ales, to like a pale ale, you gotta Something about it as this, it is. Man. Might have been not... from all the other beers I drank and my uh-huh. freaking palate. And going from that water shit Maybe. that we just tasted yeah. to this. Anything's better than that. Everything's better than that. <laughs> I might have to during the song go get other beers from the refrigerator because we just have water over here. Yeah, that's true, we do. But I don't even think of, it was refrigerated. Was it refrigerated? This was refrigerated, yes. yes. I didn't taste yeah. refrigerated after the first set. Yeah. But it's getting better. It's, it's even better. I like Yo, it. Yo, 85? Mm-hmm. I'm going 86. 86. Oh. All right. <laughs> up in it, up in it, up in it. All right, guys. Well, as I uh, spoke on earlier, we do have a featured band tonight. The band is called Beyond the Sticks. They are from Tour France. So that Tour de France, Tour, T-O-U-R-S, so like Tours, France, France, for uh, people that aren't pretentious like me. I have no idea what you're talking about. Never heard of it. For our number one country... But they are America. France is the number one country that views our show besides people really? in the United States. We are assuming that's VPN related. Viva la France. Viva la France. Yeah. But I'll take which it. Which one of you are watching? Yeah, which France? one of you's got a VPN? It's a VPN, right? VPN. Write us, yeah. man. Yeah, Write I'm us. saying that right. I said it with such confidence and immediately went, I said that three letter <laughs> thing wrong. It's a VPO, isn't it? God damn it. God damn it. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, but the song you're going to be hearing is called Dance Macabre, uh, and it's uh, it's a little bit older of a song. This is from two years ago, but when I uh, hit them up and said I was looking for a hardcore band, they said this is our most popular song to date, okay. and I enjoyed it. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's jump right into it. If you like what you hear, check them out at Beyond the Sticks on Instagram and find them wherever you can find music online. Here is Dance Macabre. It's Enjoy. Heavy. It's heavy. Heavy.
there you have it that is a I mean it, it, it's a bit of a ripper it's a short it's a shorty but it is a ripper and yeah. Zach you pointed out that guy's mustache is What's amazing that, yeah, that guy's mustache, mustache is I do find it fun uh, to notice I was looking at a bunch of international hardcore bands um, the look of a hardcore kid depending on what era you come from seems to be kind of universal because the, there's a band from Colombia that I was talking to and the guys from France and I was looking at their pictures I'm like if you told me the French band was from Colombia and the Colombian band was from France, like I wouldn't know. There's always like, there's like the guy with the weird facial hair. There's like the bald guy. There's the guy that can't really grow the beard. That's real skinny. And there's always like a fat guy like hanging out with the, like a real beard, right? No fat guy hardcore, bro. You need right. fat guy. Is there is there a, a subgenre of hardcore there known is. as fat guy hardcore? Absolutely, bro. Really? What Absolutely. bands are fat guy early, hardcore? Early nineties. You're asking me to name bands right now. Do you bro? have any idea? <laughs> no. Or is it just fat guys? You it was, knew that were it was a band fans? that I can't find anymore on the internet. They yeah. were called um um. Uh, I forget the name of the band right Donuts. now. Donuts. We'll just say they were called Donuts. Dude, that's a girl band, dude. They Is were, it? They were really good. They oh, were from shit. like Holland, bro. They were badass. All right. From they had Holland. a song and the lyrics went, you know, stepped on a scale and broke that shit like a bathroom <laughs> scale or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> bad. They were like They were like XXX. Spandex, XXX, broke, something like that, bro. <laughs> Fuck Boy yeah. Chris would know that shit, bro. Fuck yeah. So bad with names. All right. Well, again, guys, if you liked what you heard there, go Greg check out, out at Beyond the Sticks on Instagram. Find oh, them I had everywhere for music. <laughs> Um, but as always, we uh, gather here before the show a couple of hours earlier, yep. and we write, record, mix, and master a brand new song in about three, four hours, and we premiere it here on the show. That's where Zach was when the show started. He was finishing uh, rewriting uh, keyboard parts. Cause he recording the keyboard parts. We're recording because he deleted them. Because um, we spent like that's the first time minutes. that's happened. I think that you. Now lost I'm even more excited to hear the right? uh, song. Cause... Well, it, I was able to. Because I've been playing keyboards a lot now. Yeah. I was able to You're tickling. just go right back. You're tickling and them tickling ivories. Them keys. Oh, ebony yeah. and ivory all over they're their fingertips. They're made of plastic. It's a Color-wise. We're going off color-wise yeah. now. Yes. Um, this, I don't wonder what these are made out of. Um, the real piano we have. Well, it's a 100-year-old piano. I'm thinking that's full elephant tusk right there. I don't there. know if that's... 100%. I think it might be You have $5,000 of elephant tusks sitting here. And you guys don't know about it. Don't I'm, tell Peter. Don't and tell Peter. And the organ upstairs. Or the organ That's my new band. Don't tell Peter. Don't tell Peter. <laughs> we're we're pro meat hardcore. <laughs> pro meat hardcore. I'm down with pro meat hard. I'm pro meat. I'm hardcore pro meat. Yeah. Um. Now this one of you guys were gonna be like naked or something. You were supposed to be naked during this. We can get yeah. naked. Yeah. And the best thing about clothes is you can always take them off. Tom Jukebox said. Yeah. You. Do the whole show naked. Yeah, yeah. Always in the nude. Always uh, in the yeah. nude. Did he lie to me? He lied to you. <laughs> he Tom Jukebox from Tom. the Main Street Jukebox. Shout out My to the My favorite Jukebox. store you know ever. Yeah, we'll do this. Yeah, we'll do this. Shout out 
to the jukebox where the guy oh, lies man. about people being naked. <laughs> Freak me out. Fuck? Tom, you know what? Next time you need the tiki bar uh, wrapped up. I think Steve-O Steve told me too. <laughs> well, Steve-O just imagines everybody naked. Steve-O was naked. Well, I think he's naked. He's naked, naked right now. Most likely. <laughs> he listens to our show naked with his wiener in hand just waiting for something awesome to happen. <laughs> Say his um, last name real quick. I cannot, I cannot pronounce his last Rizzo name. Rizzo Susky. Yeah, cannot do that. <laughs> cannot do that. I, I try to read it on Jen's Facebook. I'm like, I don't know what that says. So I just like the thinking his last name is O. Um, yes. Yeah, Steve. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Anyway, so we... I didn't know he had a last name. He's just always been Steve-O to me yeah. since yeah. I was a baby. The Moskowski, motherfuckers. Yeah, man. <laughs> I met most of that, that the whole family about like two weeks ago at his birthday party. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Um, so tonight's song, we are uh, returning to Yakora. Yakora is a small town in Mexico that we wrote about in our first half of the Americana Super Soul album that we are currently putting out. Yep. Um, that song was a story about a man who was running from his past, fell in love with a woman, and had to leave her because his past caught up to him. This is a song that is all about a young man, a young boy, whose father is killed in front of him, and then he takes his knife-wielding skills and goes out and seeks vengeance on the perpetrators of the crime and ultimately becomes kind of the savior of Yukora. I'm thinking of him as like a Mexican Batman, okay. if you will. Right. Did you ever hear that band Chicano Batman? Yes, yes. yes. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Chicano Batman. Yeah. I need to listen to them more. I listen to that forever. Uh, also, how did they not get sued? Do they uh, hyphenate it or anything like that? Is it... I mean, Batman? Who's, who's suing them? Batman? DC? Yeah. yeah. For them and Chicanos everywhere. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, Chicanos and Batman. You got to get on that lawsuit there. Now, uh, as far as the writing of this song, it went everywhere. Yep. We started off saying that we were going to kind of, you know, like we were doing another tale from Yakora. It was all acoustic guitar based. And then before we could even get to the drum side of things, it had, it had evolved a little bit. Um, but then after the drums and before the vocals, it changed a lot. Yeah. Like, building on top of it, we wound up... I wanna, I'm very curious as to what you were listening to this week because we pulled from so many different genres. And it is one of the most Americana things you can do is be a melting pot musically yeah. and mix everything you can together. So what, Zach, were you listening to that led to this amazing monstrosity? Um... I was on a job site, and uh, a lot of times when you're on a job site and there's other crews working, yeah, and you got the music on, it's just best to go just classic rock. Yeah, classic. No rock. one. No one's gonna yell you no, for Led like, Zeppelin. It's 2020. Yeah. No one, unless you are maybe 120 years old, are getting upset. Be like. Turn that rocket down. Be like, it's the Eagles, you old bitch. Relax. If the Eagles are too loud. <laughs> like, yeah. You're dead. Yeah, like, you're that's dead. That's literally what it is. So, They're um, too loud of a band. You, you're you not alive. No, anymore. it was classic rock all day. All right. Um, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Eagles, and the Pink Floyd definitely starts to pull through <laughs> in sure. certain spots. Now, we've not heard what he's done on guitar, on the electric guitar side of things after I stepped away from vocals and you stepped after... Uh, uh, the drums and it's everything. It's all about yeah. the keys, though. The on keys this. on this album, or the, on this song. The and album, it, too. The yeah, album yeah, as yeah. a whole. I'm feeling good about the keyboards. my keyboard playing, and that uh, INT 
Number eight, E piano on the DX7 is such a classic sound. Yes. Yeah. You, I mean, you, it's been embedded you in your it, head. You definitely when, yeah, know when you hear the piano sound, you're like, oh, I know that. Is been in every song. <laughs> Again, the DX7 used by Brian Eno, everybody in the fucking 80s using for soundtracks. Anybody that's turned singles. on Nickelodeon Dude, I actually, has heard it. I got Seriously, a, right I got an email right the other that. day yeah. from uh, one of the, you know, uh, Z Zounds or whatever yeah, music yeah, sites yeah. to buy shit from. It's like, oh, on sale this month. Get that real uh, FM synthesizer. It was like a sale of like did like a, a digital plugin oh, versions oh, oh. of that. I just look at him like, fuck you. I got the real thing. Uh, we got, got the real, the real thing. thing. Got the real thing. Now, Justin, as far as drums on this, um, I was kind of zoned out into writing the lyrics while you were recording uh, the drums. Uh, what what was it like for you behind the kit for um, this one? Is there anything crazy weird no, all over the place? Just simple. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes when I go back and listen to Phil's, I'm like, oh, shit, I should have done more. Uh, this, I wanted to just keep simple and driving. Hell yeah. Um, sort of go with the melody of either the acoustic guitar or the actual piano. Um, but, I mean, it's just, it's it's a very simple, steady beat with some extra kicks and shit thrown in. You know what I mean? Like, nothing overly yeah, complicated. Yeah, didn't, didn't break the bank mentally on this No, one, no, but yeah. I, I think sometimes you just need that. Yeah, you do, you do. Yeah. Now, as far as the vocal side of things, aside from what we are singing about, um, I was going to approach this like we did the original tale from Yakora, right. and I was going to go very Johnny Cash with it, very low, and I still do. Um, this is another bilingual approach, uh, so if you're a Spanish-speaking uh, listener, um, send all of your complaints about my piss-poor Spanish uh, language skills to 123justinsuckspa.com. You write letters, you put them in the mail, it winds up at our website. Don't ask, it just works. And it works. we, uh, yeah, so I, I, by the time I stepped behind the mic to do vocals, it evolved enough that we were talking about Pink Floyd when we did not think we would be talking about Pink Floyd at right. the beginning of this song. So I definitely don't do Pink Floyd style vocals, but it helped me kind of step out of the register I was going to go with, and I feel like it makes it a more lively song. Right. So without any more uh, delay, and so we can get to talking about all the fun stuff that everybody here is ready to talk about. Yes. Let's jump right into our brunch weekly original single. Did we call it Another Tale from Yukora? Yeah. That's the name of it. Another Tale from Yukora. What did we come at uh, coming in on this one? Look at this, writing pop songs every yeah. week. All right, guys, if you didn't know a pop song just means it's short, here's our pop song, A Tale from Yakora. Another tale from Yakora. We'll see you guys in just over four minutes. Enjoy.
Another tale from Yakora that'll be posted over the next week or so if you are interested in listening to it more. But now we are going to shift all of our attention over to the man of the hour. The reason that most of you are tuned in, he's gonna be ready by the time I actually get done introducing him because you know me and brevity is not my thing. The man here, Walt Phillips. I know him as Hardcore Walt, Old School Walt. I've been impersonating this man since I was 15 years old. And it slowly gets better as my voice gets more raspy. Uh, But this guy... It's the smoking that's doing it. Uh, This guy has been around since before any of us were involved in the scene. Um, I try to call him the godfather. He correct me. and He is the grandfather of the local scene. And I think he should wear that with a badge of honor. I agree. I... Would not have met him if not for friends in certain hardcore bands bringing me to hardcore shows and introducing to, to me this world when I was about 17, 18 years old. Right. And ever since then, I remember the first time I, I met the guy, on to now, wah, 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 
you were somebody that I met you and you immediately, you, you, you knew who I was. You were good. We met and I would see you and you'd be like, yo, what's up? You call my little brother, young buck. Um, sure. You've you just been here for forever. You that young buck? Yeah, yeah that okay. young buck. You've been here for forever. You've been, uh, again, yeah, yeah, fuck the light. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to introduce you, but we have Walt Phillips here. So, so big round of applause to to Walt for coming out. Walt, you are again, uh, you are a, a representative of the hardcore scene for this area. You are from New York and I, I've always wanted to ask you thousands of questions and now I have you here sitting in this chair. So we're going to get into it, and we're going to let you you tell everybody here Start from listening the in the future um, exactly what 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 made Walt Walt. So I want to, like Justin just said, start from the beginning. I don't beginning. even know if I know that. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe we'll uncover me. it. We'll uncover you guys made it. me Walt, you know? Well, no, I think, Walt, I think somebody named you that, and it wasn't me. It was. Um, but where did your... Uh, where, where were you when you first got into music on your own and was it immediately hardcore was hardcore your first love or was there other music on your own before you got into the hardcore before world? you answer that i got a chuck in oh. here said so don't give me a don't give me a fucking ticket bro a yeah fucking <laughs> ticket, fucking bro. ticket bro. bro fuck chuck too hick bro <laughs> he's a pussy Wait, is that, is that, he, he dances that, like a fucking uh, <laughs> he dances better than me we dance at shows sometimes together and he skips yep that's what i do <laughs> how are you skipping i ball, skank bro? it's called skanking he knows when I do it. he knows <laughs> he knows the ball busting uh, but uh, so yeah, what what was your first like introduction to listening to music, being into music, and how did you get to hardcore? Yeah, I guess uh, yo, real quick, man, before I get started, man, Dude. you know, Sean Johnstone, yeah, you know his dad, yeah, um, yeah, man, Sean and All Johnstone love, man. family, bro, nothing mm-hmm. but love, man. Um, miss going to shows, my hardcore family, everybody, you know, miss 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 seeing people. Um, getting older now and shit like that, but uh, you know, just to shout out to people on Main Street Jukebox, Tom. What's yeah. up, bro? You know, you lie about people being yeah. naked, but hey. you're still a good guy. <laughs> He's a good guy, bro. You know, except that Chuck guy. Get rid of him. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't listen to anything uh, ever because he keeps it wrapped up. Fuck that That's Budweiser. True. What the hell's name? What, what's his favorite band again? Deftones. Uh, uh, Deftones uh, and Budweiser. Uh, get ready. Get out. Good, of here, good old bro. Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah get the good old. Yeah. Hard, mm-hmm. hard. What's wrong with the Deftones? I love oh. the Deftones. <laughs> but, uh, nah, man, my first, my first like metal shit, man, was definitely uh, you know Ozzy, Maiden, All right. Priest. You know, once I started getting into like that type of music and stuff, mm-hmm. man, I saw like a lot of like really good shows and shit back, you know, when I lived in the Bronx still. Um, saw Maiden a couple times at Radio City Music Hall. Oh, I saw shit. I saw Judas Priest with the infamous, but uh, way before you guys, man, infamous uh, cushion seat cushion like throwing show, whatever. Where people ripped up like five, six thousand, seven thousand seat cushions and threw them like all over the freaking stage. Really? Fuck yeah. The Garden decided no more metal shows for quite some time. I'm not sure (laughs) the exact time, but I know it was a couple years and shit like that. Um, I saw, um, um, probably that was it, man, as far as like living in the city, man, because I was only about 16 when we moved up here. Um, so it was like Maiden, Priest, Ozzy, you know, maybe Motley Crue was something like so that. So you, you left know? New York a metalhead. You left New York into or, or, or metalhead, just not quite, just not quite there. Thrashing, yeah. not quite, right. n- 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 really nowhere near hardcore. And what yet. year around is it when you moved here? It was eighty. 
86. All right, that is the yeah. year I was born. So yeah. here we go. So now you can tell us everything about this area since I was born. Hard, hardcore, hardcore was there in the city, yeah. I guess, because I was so much younger and my crowd was more just straight up, you know, sure. like Scorpions, Priests, okay. you know, stuff like yeah. that, man, you know. So I didn't really know. Metal is a way of life type yeah. of people. Yeah. 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 You know, Agnostic Front was already there. You know, the Crow Mags were already there. Oh, Murphy's yeah. Law was already there. But I didn't know that yet. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't experience CBGBs until I was already living in Pennsylvania. Okay. You know, oh, I shit. didn't. I didn't discover. You know, the Pipeline, City Gardens. Um, you know, um, the Marquee. You know, like like uh, 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 Coney Island High, like big, big, big clubs in Jersey and New York City. Until I really moved up here, Lamores in Brooklyn, you know, places like that, I didn't experience until really living up here. My only claim to fame that I don't remember, man. All right, I always love those uh, stories. Was um, there was a place in Yonkers, New York, called uh, um, shit, man, I'm not gonna remember the name of it now. My friend Freddie Kimmer and my New York City friends would know who he is. Maybe he was a bass player, hung out with all the big shots. Never really made it in a band, whatever, but. He was the first guy that turned me on to like a lot of early, early Metallica, Slayer, you know, stuff like right. that. I remember getting a Slayer album before I moved up here, but I had no idea who the fuck they were. Yeah. Man, you know what I mean? It was like Satan shit, man. I, I love Maiden. Maiden was all about Satan. So uh, I checked it out, you know, whatever. But he brought me up to, um, I was trying to hope that I remember the name of it while I like did like a little <laughs> But um, he brought me up there and, um, Anthrax was was basically just beginning, and MOD was still kind of like yeah. going around there. Yeah, um, it was after SOD and shit like that. And I guess I saw the very very beginning of MOD with sort of like them turning over to the Anthrax right. sort of stuff. That's cool. Shit. The Rising Sun. That was the name. Of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the name. Okay, of it. but All I, right. I I don't. I was I was probably. 13, 14 years old. Um, I probably drank a half a beer and got wasted. <laughs> um, you know, whatever. But it wasn't until I moved up here when I hung out with a couple guys and stuff. Right. Like, yo, you ever hear Agnostic Front? I'm like, nah, not really, man. They put that shit on and I was like, wow, man. So is... when you moved up here in the mid-80s, was the local scene mostly hinged on, on hardcore or were they... Accepting the hardcore York, and right? the metal stuff. Like, did people around here like the metal? Did they think it was, you know, fake mainstream shit? What was the feel was, on it? It was a scene. Yeah. When I first moved up here, okay. I, remember, I remember going to Strasburg High School. You know, finishing out my junior and senior year. Even the metalheads wore like sweaters and penny loafers. Okay. <laughs> you know, they were like down for the scene. Yeah. You know, yeah but they yeah. just didn't look the scene. Yeah. I moved up here. My hair was actually long. Shit. Um. You know, I wore, funny story, man, I wore freaking um, my, my motorcycle jacket with the zippers and shit like that with a, with a dungaree vest over it with a painted Iron Maiden Killers. Oh, okay. Not a patch. Yeah. Painted. Right. Did you paint yeah. that yourself? I did not. Oh. I did not. But the, but the actor, Kevin Corrigan, who you might know as Uncle Eddie yeah. from Grounded for Life, yeah. was my childhood friend. Really? That's cool. That guy played Christopher Walken in a movie. He was in Goodfellas. And he's in Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. He is fucking 
Brilliant. He is the my favorite part of Grounded for Life for sure. Dude, I'm glad he, he was on Community. Yeah, he man. was brilliant on Community. That's my boy, bro. He is fucking. That is yeah, so awesome. Cool. That is so cool. My, I still have the vest. It was yeah. his third one he ever did. It was oh, Iron Man Killers. That's amazing. That's, yeah, yeah. So um, I moved up here. I had I had a thing on right Strasburg High School, in the tail end of '86. You got to realize this, man. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> there was nobody. Nobody around looking like me, bro. Yeah. Nobody. A lot, lot of glances your way walking right. down Main Street. I walked in there and I'm standing just hanging, you know, whatever, man. This girl, Dala, Dala Harris, who I'm friends with, she walked up to me, yo, straight up, man. And she's like looking me up and down. She goes, you got some problems. <laughs> was she right? Was she, she right? absolutely was right. right, man, you know? Big up So what? I was already, right. like, you know, 15, 16, you know, smoking weed, you know, eating mescaline, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that's another story. <laughs> right. But uh, that was my, uh, you know, metal, and then met, met guys like that. But there was, there was nothing, man. Yeah. There, yeah. Was, there was a cover metal band called Inhibitor. All right. From Mount Pocono. Kind of a cool name. That played the Sherman before, yeah. way before. Was it a porn theater at this point or not yet a porn theater? I don't think so, man. Yeah, okay. I don't think so. Yeah, and yeah. they played like Metallica covers, but okay. the good, good Metallica. Right, you right, know, yeah. Slayer, Slayer covers and stuff like that. But that was it, man. You know, yeah. you say good Metallica. Where? What is your definition of good Metallica? Before the Black Album. Okay. Okay. Pre Black. I'm with All you. Right. I'm with you. Oh, man, you really need to ask that, bro. <laughs> bro I'm just asking. You what know, about what about uh, Reloaded or whatever that? <laughs> <laughs> is that a Metallica album? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like '96, '97. What is? Oh god. Yeah, no one cares. Saint Fury. What is it? Saint Anger. Saint, 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 Saint Anger. Anger. Yeah. That album's Saint not horrible. Yeah, the music's good. The vocals suck. James needs to. Be fucked up. I can't deal with that snare sound, dude. That fucking sounds like he's. Yeah. I don't know what it even sounds like. Sounds like he's fucking beating a barn door or something. So no, listen, you, I so love everybody. Yeah. I want to beat the shit out of Lars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like real, real quick, I have uh, Charlie actually in chat. He what? says Deftone no and Budweiser are a match made in heaven. Fuck Budweiser. <laughs> All right, there you go, and that's the response. If you'd like to respond in person, just show up one day. Uh, I like how Char- Charlie's name. Charles Pistons Jr. Is his like Charles Pistons Jr. His full yeah. Yeah, his so you full know, name. You know, you Charlie know, is here. Hey, Charlie, you could make up any name you yeah, want. Yeah, like I don't open records could be your name. <laughs> like I buy records and never open them could definitely be your name on here. Uh, I so still want that box. Look behind your back, Charlie. I'm coming after you, bro. You know what I mean, too. <laughs> He's coming. Now, uh, so you you moved here. You got introduced to a couple of bands, Agnostic Front, other bands that you threw out there. When did the local scene here start kind of picking up uh, uh, for you? When did when were there bands? When were there shows? When did that really start happening in your life? I think I hooked up with a couple guys. Yeah. Um, good friends of mine and stuff that I still keep in touch with. My friend Eddie, you know, um, we traveled, man. You know, not real far. You yeah. know, Wilkes-Barre. Sure. Maybe down to Allentown or something yeah. like that. There was a club back in the day called the Airport Music Hall. Um, everybody played there. Right. Everybody freaking played there. You know, Suicidal Tendencies, Creator. Okay. Um, Faith No More played there a couple Shit. times. Shit. The Ramones played there. Fuck. Um, <laughs> the first show I saw there was a band called Manowar. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. That All right. My, that was my first show at the airport music hall and stuff like that way back in the day. But um, yeah, that was that was like my first taste of it, man. That I met a couple guys and uh, that are ones that turned me on to a lot of a lot of records and stuff like that, like you know Warzone, yeah. Mags, you know Murphy's Law, hell yeah, you know stuff like that. Then when Biohazard, 
first hit the scene. Okay. Yep. Um, that was it. That was it. That man. became kind I mean, of was it, at that point were they kind of the end all be all for you or for? I the, mean, the sick scene? of it all is my. Um, if I had to pick a favorite hardcore band, yeah. It, 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 there's a close. There's a lot of close second bands, you know, yeah. whatever. But sick of it all was right. Whatever they did was just gold to me. Now, when did you get into them? When was the first introduction? Was that obviously after <sighs> moving here? It wasn't. It wasn't their demos because their demos came out probably, you know, or like 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 eighty six, seven, whatever. It was okay. probably like eighty nine, eighty eight. Hell yeah! Was when I first started getting into like you know sick of it all AF. So you're yeah. you're getting into hardcore around the time that the mainstream world, to put it in like the scope of the mainstream music, is leaving metal behind and moving towards grunge. Basically, um, so yeah. You get yeah. kind of that. I always like to look at what was going on on the mainstream level versus the underground level because I remember being a kid and like knowing music that my dad listened to, and I could buy him an Eagles CD, I could buy him a fucking <laughs> Chicago sure. CD. That was shit that he liked. But I always thought, am I buying him, like, the creed of his era? Does he really like this, or am I just thinking this is a band that existed when you were younger? If I were to try to buy a, a, a present record for somebody that liked music in 1989, I'd probably go, well, they probably either liked metal or they liked grunge, but there's a whole subgenre and a subculture with the hardcore scene that doesn't fit into either of those pigeonholes there. I mean, you had a weird movement in music once the grunge scene hit. You yeah. had people looking at metal when they were like, oh, shit, you like metal because you're either dressed up like hair metal yeah, or you're dressed up like a Metallica fan, you know, wearing specific things. And then you have a band like Pantera who's like, fuck that, we're going to wear jeans and a shirt. Yeah. And just be comfortable playing, and then spawn a whole different the, the stylization. Cro the crossover, the crossover back in my time, um, they show like you guys don't experience like when you guys go to shows. Like you know, be honest, you go to shows, you're like going to see a band play. You're gonna drink some beers, you're gonna smoke yep. some weed, you know, yeah. do your thing. Except for you, never, you know, right? <laughs> but um, you know, when I went to shows and. There was the crossover thing going on. So you had the the thrash heads. You had people just going to see a show mm -hmm. for a good time. And you oh, had, I totally miss that. Dude. And you had the skinheads. Yeah, okay? I miss I miss finding that, new music that way. Yeah, like that, finding a those band. shows. Those yeah. shows though, like before you even got there to drive down, it, the, the adrenaline. Yeah, was sure. pumping. Like, you're like, wow, man, yo, besides going to see the bands play, which that's what you're going to see, but uh -huh. you knew, you knew something, something was going to break down because of the different subcultures yeah, sure. that was happening within that crossover scene going on with having, you know, a Sick of It All Agnostic Front or a Sheer Terror playing with an Exodus or playing with uh, some thrash band. And you knew something was going to break down. Yeah, because you know? yeah, I mean, when I entered the scene, like, I didn't get into local music until about like 2000, 2001. I'm 14, 15 years old, start going to local shows. At that point, we would have a show and there'd be a ska band and then a punk band and sure. then an emo band and then a screamo band and then another punk band and then a better punk band and then a really good punk band. We'd have like seven shows, but there would be five genres of people there and it was i don't really remember much of it ever coming to blows or it anything wasn't. like that it but it was always Not just kind of like i sit on this side of the room and i look like this and i look over at you guys and we kind of i even brought it up with steve-o when he was on the show 
where it'd be like, I used to hate you from across Hello, the room. Mike. Like, I used to just kind of shit talk from across the room, not knowing you at all, being a little fuck-ass little 14-year-old kid, and being like, no, they're here for they're here for uh, the sex machines. I'm sure they are. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. I'm here for my friend's emo band, and I thought I was better. So was there a lot of animosity between the different I mean, sides? Well, I mean, I used to play shows. I remember playing shows and having the band right before us because we were... I don't even know what genre. Like, we were trying to mix Deftones with fucking Bush and other shit. And yeah. other bands were like, look at these fucking assholes. Yeah, and yeah. then the band that just played literally grabbed garbage cans and chuck them on stage at us. <laughs> like, that shit happened. So what kind you know? of coming to blows would happen at these shows? Like, would it always boil over? Or would it, a lot of them be kind of, like, decent and... and, and... Drink it, later, sir. <laughs> I may drink some of that, actually. <laughs> But what uh, what was like the dynamic at those shows? In it the depended on where you late went. Late eighties, early nineties. It depended on where you went, bro. Yeah, you know, um, I always felt safe going down to like the city. You know, going to going to Lemoore's in Brooklyn. That was my club, man. Okay. I mean, uh, never went one time living in the city, but when I moved up to Pennsylvania, um, we went down all the time. Okay. It was always Biohazard, Monkey Pup. Uh, Life of Agony. Life Anytime of Agony. Life yeah. of Agony yeah. played somewhere, man, we just drove and didn't matter where they were playing within like a two to three hour radius. You know, that's where we went, man, you know. But it was uh, more the airport music hall down in Bethlehem, uh, the Unisound in Reading. Um, it was a lot of local shows, man, where like you had that, you had that Nazi white power yeah. kind of thing going on. You had people like me that knew what was going on. Then you had people that had no clue what was going on. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, so you know, it was it was it was a very mixed crowd, but the crowds were it didn't matter who played. Sure. It was packed. Fuck yeah. You know, so you got like the Nazis, you got the people that knew what was going on, so you knew there was like something going on. Then you had people that had no idea what was going on. It was dude, there was when I I don't exaggerate, man. When I say there was fights, Mm. there was fights during the whole entire show Jesus man. yeah the whole entire show man towards like 88 88 towards like you know <laughs> like 2000 something yeah you know until we all decided like yo we gotta get the fucking Nazis out this fucking yeah yeah, yeah 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 now um locally speaking specifically locally the Poconos Lehigh Valley Scranton however you wanna break that down what were the first big bands that you either got uh involved with got became friends with um, that were starting to make this local scene because we were talking earlier that throughout kind of really up until now even uh, music that comes out of our area doesn't ever seem to kind of get the credit that it, it deserves. If you're not from New Jersey, if you're not from New York, right. I don't know what it is, but we're there's just some quick little stop. yeah, we're, we're just a, a, a little there's a little divide there. So what were the bands that first came out locally that you were exposed to? Um, that were were born and bred around here that were building our local scene up to the scene that my generation would bastardize and destroy. What was happening? Like, who was making the music that that you loved here back then? Well, first of all, man, Pennsylvania, we always kept it down. First of all. I agree with I that. Even, before I even mention any bands, yeah, it didn't matter what was going on outside our area. We always had shows, man. Like, New York shut down. Yeah. Right. Um, well, Philly's Pennsylvania. I'm talking like Northeast Pennsylvania. Right. Yeah. Places shut down. Places I shut consider down. Philly, Philly. We, yeah. we, we always, whether it was whether it was Stromberg, 
Strasburg. Yeah. <laughs> um, whether it was uh, Allentown, the Lehigh Valley, whether it was the Wyoming Valley up in Wilkes-Barre, didn't matter, man. It was always shows going on. It didn't matter what the fuck was going. It was we always had shows, whether it was at a club or at a VFW or an American Legion or yeah. whatever, man. We always had shows going on. Nothing from but, the underworld yet, Mark. Sorry, Mark. Just uh, Mark, just, Mark Miller just joined in, wants yeah. to make sure he didn't miss anything about the underworld. Yeah, yo. Yo, Mark's my boy, bro. I love yeah, you, bro. Yeah. Love you, man. Um, I need my... my I need he's my, a, uh, he's I need a little my, mean. I need my garage plowed, bro, but not for like 60 bucks. No, yeah. man. You got to hook me up, bro. Yeah. $15. Come on, man. $15. $15 for Mickey's. For fuck. You were with him. You were with him, motherfucker. You took half my money. What the fuck? I'm drinking all your beer tonight. It's just water anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Get naked, nigga. Drink all the Miller 64 you want. Fuck you. The first band that I, besides Crutch, yeah. and Crutch is my almighty, yeah. um, the first band I knew was Odds Against. Okay. They were a bunch of Bushkill guys. Um, and they, they, you know, I didn't really know them at the time, but I'm like, yo, Odds Against, so oh, these guys are cool, bro. You know, listen to their demo, shit was cool. But there was no places to play around right. here, man. So they always played up in Newburgh. There was a skate park up there. They always okay. played up there and shit. But when I really settled down with the whole hardcore thing, as far as the local scene, was always like Crutch, you know, No Retreat. Um, then no those retreat. guys, holy shit, those guys hooked me up with like outside the area bands. Um, Richie, I owe, I owe a, a debt of gratitude, the Godfather. Yes, you know? sir. I owe a debt of gratitude because he turned me on to like a lot more. Of the local hardcore scene, right. not just like the outside of the area and stuff like that. And uh, you know, once I hooked up with that guy and um, went out to shows with them and stuff like that, and uh, we started doing shows like like that girl I showed you on that video that my All friend right. Ma- Martha yeah. Lamar, man, shout out to you, Martha. So when you see this, you'll fucking know I still talk about you. <laughs> um, she did shows at VFWs and American Legions, and we brought up bands like, you know, everyone gets hurt. Um, out of the city and shit like that, man. Um, uh, the first show at Spanky's um, in Stroudsburg was a badass show, man. Like, I mean, we could relive this show. I mean, it was Fury of Five, Crutch, Surrounded, um, No One's Hero, um, December, uh, Denial. I mean, it was a badass show, man, right? We're thinking, like, all right, you know, maybe, like, you know, 50 people will show right. up. Yeah. Dude, there was probably, without exaggerating... <laughs> at least 150 Hell if yeah. not more Damn. people then the very next show we did Leon Nemokowski Steve-O's uncle Ooh. did the show he had 25 to life headlined sure, um, yeah. uh, Harvest I think played wasn't as big but it was still like yo man this is badass bro right. we got something going on here Yeah, you know Spanky's went on further but without me right um but the badass bands played there, bro. And that was where it was happening. E-Town Concrete yep. Shit, played, played yeah. their first Pennsylvania show there. If I'm mistaken, I'm sorry. Sorry, Anthony. <laughs> Fuck you. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking sue me. But, um, I mean, from there, it was just, you know, for me, it was just fucking hardcore show in my town yeah. at Spanky's. Let's just drink a bunch of beer. You know, smoke a bunch of bowls. Not you. No. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, let's just let's just have a good time, man. Hell yeah. You know? So Spanky's uh, seems to be the kind of like a place that there, there was kind of the birth there. Um, what were the other, through the 90s, what were the big 
venues that you guys were getting to throw shows at here and how did the scene progress through the 90s and what bands came out of that Man, now you're talking about when I used to get really fucked up yeah this is the part where we get a little hazy right you get a little hazy CC's in Scranton bro. okay yeah you know that place um, was my home away from home I love Bethlehem I'll never like sell that place out um, Airport Music Hall which was skinhead shit but whatever but there was a place in, uh, in Bethlehem called Scarlet's which is badass but as far as like my hardcore shit we always had to like get together and we had to head up to uh, head up to Scranton whether it was CC's Home Base Cafe Metro right um, there was um, there was another club up there really really small that's when it first started building momentum man Hell yeah! You know, yeah. And, um, we would have if we if we if well, if they booked a big show there like Hatebreed or um, you know bands like that, you know that were really on the tip of the hardcore scene. I yeah. mean, you, you, you couldn't move, man. I oh, mean, yeah. I went to a show up at a home base. It was E Town and um, E Town and Hatebreed. I mean, you couldn't fucking move, bro. Right. I mean, you tried to dance a little bit and shit like that, man, but you couldn't fucking move. Yeah. There might have been a couple. Couple stage divers and stuff like that, yeah. man. And CC's was the shit, man. CC's. I, I do. I do want to ask you just because you bring up the, the <laughs> dancing side of things. I'm curious from your uh, standpoint, having been there through kind of like the evolution of not just the music but the the culture around it. Um, was the evolution of the dancing to music? Did that? Did that like? There's the picking up pennies, you know, there's the punching the floor, there's the guys just doing two steps, the circle pit and everything like that. Do you remember when, like... Picking up pennies? The, the, the fuck is that? Just the, the, picking up pennies off the Picking up daisies, motherfucker. Oh, I just heard picking up pennies off. That's what I always call it, picking up yeah, pennies. Yeah, pick the daisies up, man. All give right. it a sniff, pick daisies up, give it a sniff. But so. the... <laughs> picking up pennies. I always said, maybe I heard someone say it once and mis- misquoted See, it from I, my entire life. when I was life. a kid, it was pennies. I must have missed the daisies. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get daisies. Yeah, it was yeah. picking up pennies when I was there. It was like, that got a little Jewish in you, know? A little bit. You pick up all the pennies. I'm just letting you know. Even the... <laughs> the tails up ones. The tails up ones. It doesn't matter. Counts. There's no mm-hmm. luck or no bad luck. Yeah. Um, but when did? Because when I started getting into the hardcore scene, the the dancing side of things, I would stand to the back of the room with my arm like this. I would listen to the band. I'd have fun once in a while. Get in a circle pit and then I'd get out really quick. And usually I would get out real quick because one douchebag was doing fucking karate kicks in the middle <laughs> of the pit. Was the karate kick? The windmill kick and all of that, just flinging the arms like a windmill. Was that something that was established earlier? Did that kind of? Do you remember that evolving at yeah, all? Man. I mean, I never did it. Yeah, but I did it. You know? Yeah, um, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it started with the drop. Okay. You know, there was bands going back to like the late '80s that did like like real yeah. chuggy. Yeah. So yeah. you did like this drop thing. Okay. You know. And then all of a sudden, I'm seeing these kids. I used to hate it, bro. I used to want to beat dudes up for, like, karate kid. Yeah. I always did. I right. watched plenty of friends. I right. mean, uh, uh, Greg from Before Night Falls, his uh, girlfriend at the time, Vanessa Kresge, she got fucking full kicked in the face at a red cord show. And it was just like, what That's the badass. fuck just... Like, like what the fuck just happened? And then it just became, like, a thing for they the sold night. sold out, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> first, first album is badass. The rest of the shit sucks. I only ever really listened to them live. I would yeah. see them live, and I would probably listen to them in a car with somebody that yeah. I didn't know yeah. what was. They were good on. though, man. The first, yeah. the first, I saw them live a bunch of times. Fuck it. Yeah. 
But that that karate <clears throat> kicking thing that that it was, did. It did. I mean, I started out circle pitting. Yeah. You know, sure. then I saw, then I saw like the style. Yeah. You know, like the old school shit, man. Yeah. You know, whatever. So I did that a bunch of times. Then I saw a bunch of guys like, yo, man, like, what the <laughs> fuck? Man? Like, I want to get into that. Yeah. yeah. I want to do that, man. So I started doing it, man. I used to fuck people yeah. up, bro. How do you feel <laughs> about walls of death? How do, how do you feel about walls of death now? The new walls of death? Yeah, where they, you know, just split, split people up and just have them it's run straight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what was wall of death back then? Like, what, like, what, what would you call an acceptable wall of death? <laughs> is there an acceptable wall of death? There is. There is. There okay. Is. All right. It's when we all decided people that were dancing yeah. weren't quite dancing up to our standards. Okay. So, so there's still an air of arrogance in Wall of Death, no matter what. Okay, as long as it started with arrogance, because I like that. Because I'd be in there doing something stupid, being yeah. wasted, like uh, yeah, you know, and all of a sudden I get like a tap, like yo, what, what, like, come on, let's go. So we go in the back of the room, like we all lock arms, yeah, and it'd be about like. 20 of us, 30 of us and stuff was just going to run towards the crowd, man. <laughs> there was no separation of the yeah. crowd. These metal bands don't have a fucking clue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, even Sick of It All, I love Sick of It All, they kind of jumped on the bandwagon, the whole like separation or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, Law, was a, it was a moment in Murphy's Law did the original Wall of Death and they sing about it. And that's what it was. Lock arms and run, man. Hell no yeah. matter if there was one of you, well, it has to be two of you. But two of <laughs> I mean, invisible, or invisible like 40 I don't know. We can build a Trump-style wall, a bunch of slaps <laughs> every eight feet, you know? I was always getting, like, you know, knock over this fucking guy. Get yeah. him out of here, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. But uh, that's how it was, man. You know, Fuck it. Law, bro. Fuck it. Law, man. Now, in the 90s, what... Uh, there was some music that got a lot of uh, recognition from around our area. Uh, shout out to the guys, uh, obviously now the Pocono Duo guys. Yeah. Uh, but back in the day, Solution AD, stuff like that. What was the... Badass. Was the local uh, environment still conducive to guys like that that were making it on their, like, on their music, on the bigger side of things? Were they still getting respect locally and shit along those lines? Or was there a, kind of a defining line between... The hardcore or metal scene, and one of those guys which rocked this One of those guys which rocked Not at all. It literally just popped into my head right now because I'm just thinking about it. Jerry put you up to this shit, bro. We'll say yes. We'll say yes, but no, but no. I love that guy. But was there a divide? Because again, like when I got into music, eight bands could play with eight different genres all at once. Right. And again, you could have only on Tuesdays playing, followed by From the Ashes, followed by fucking Straight and Upright, followed by from Slightly the Askew. Tray, yeah, From up. the Ashtray, sorry. <laughs> Milligan, you know it. Um, he actually uh, commented, he said, Yo, did... Keith from Odds Against recorded uh, the first From, from, from the, the Ashes, Ashes demo, demo yeah. four track uh, in Spike's basement. Shit. That's a lot of references in one sentence. Oh, yeah. Spike's right doing well, bro. Fuck, yeah. yeah. Um, but was there a divide between maybe the more alternative rock scene that was maybe burgeoning there? Yeah, I gave the them a hard time. Yeah. Every day I walked in the bar they were playing, I yelled out to play some fucking Maiden, you pussy. Okay. <laughs> you know, they did. So you're the original Slayer before everybody yells <laughs> Slayer. the original. I but did see Slayer live original generation, at least, yeah. of people. Because now you walk into a fucking bar... And somebody just is playing, and some idiot just shouts Slayer. Yeah. And then if they even started to play any Slayer, that idiot wouldn't know what they're talking. They're just yelling Slayer to yeah. yell Slayer. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, well. I fucking uh, love Slayer. The Pocono Duo, they're my boys, man. They're yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. When, oh, they, yeah. when they brought Solution back every once in a while, and MJ started playing drums, yeah. Yeah. I'd walk in there, and I'd walk right up to Kevin and fucking Tobes, and I'd grab them, bro. <laughs> Wasted. Like, you don't even understand. Wasted drums. While they're playing. Grab them. Play me some fucking bait, you fucking pussies. <laughs> you know? And then next song, and, and he's just... Bounces, bounces out with some like old maiden, bro. Fuck yeah. And then I saw them, obviously, I'm an adult now. But yes. you know, I wasn't an adult until I was about 31. <laughs> it takes a while. Right? It, it does take a while. Time. So I would I got, say, I, I said, listen, man, I said, <laughs> I'm real sorry about, you know, they're like, listen, man, it wouldn't have been anything different right. until you showed up and you started fucking yelling at us <laughs> to play some maiden. Yeah. All right, man. Because they we lived for that. Man. Yeah. I'm like, well, thank you. Even though I knew I was crazy out of control. Yeah. Getting banded from floods for like 20 years. Oh, you know? we're gonna get to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a must tell. That is going to uh, come out. Uh, but while we're still talking about like the 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 music scene, the local scene, what would you say for you in your 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 lifetime of experience here in Stroudsburg? What has been I don't need you to say the the best band or the greatest band, but what is you there's know, a best band? There, oh, there's never going to be because things change constantly, and one band can be amazing and then fall off. Except another for band one comes person up. in the world, um, Charlie Pishnick. Charlie Pishnick. There's only one band to Charlie Pishnick. Fuck Chuck. Alice in Chains. Um, <laughs> Alice in Chains. Um, yeah, actually, real quick, what do you feel about Alice in Chains? Do you like Alice in Chains? Is that an X-rated? movie or something yeah okay good <laughs> no, thank, no. You. thank you there all right there we go that was for you charlie um, uh, now uh but like you mentioned uh crutch and and you have a, an array of uh amazing local memorabilia and hardcore uh memorabilia with yes. you here tonight what are kind of your if you, uh. again not top one but maybe like your top handful of bands from the local area that if they were playing right now you would drop everything in the middle of this interview walk out and go see who are those bands local bands that you just love well crutch yeah number one i mean if uh i gotta Carl, say richie crutch is the first name right, i heard entering if, the music if, scene uh, yeah if richie, if richie sang i would go if carl sang i would go yeah it doesn't matter um tad bit out of the scene but i i feel they're still like my local scene is yeah. a band called dysphoria okay i don't know um that. Um, those guys, I think, are one of the bands that was so musically talented, but because we're from Pennsylvania, we never got looked at. Yeah. Um, Nobody wants music from the honeymoon capital of the world. You yeah, know? But there's uh, there's one old school band, okay, that, that um, besides Odds Against, for me, they weren't from here, they're from Lancaster, but the bass player went to Strasburg High School, Johnny and Coey. Um, band called No One's Hero. Okay. Yeah, you, you mentioned them earlier. Yeah, you, yeah. Got, you guys should check it out, man. Hell yeah. Um, the band is just, um, to to this day, I wish I was in better shape because if they played tonight, I would want to seriously like dance Dude. the hardest yeah. I would ever dance in my life. But you know, unfortunately, you know, I got some shit going on. Hey, hey, man. But, um, I, I got I got a, a couple years less than you, and last right. year, Bigwig played over at the showcase. And it brought me back to being 15, and that's what I was mentioning earlier. Chuck and Steve-O and a couple other guys that were at the show, it just went back to 
being 15, 16, 17 years old, and we forgot how old we are, and we all just ran and started going crazy, jumping, circle pitting, you know, skanking, two-stepping, doing everything we can. I was in a car accident two days earlier Mm. and fucked up my back. And then had gone to the hospital. And they were like, "You should probably take it easy for a little bit." And I went, "I'm seeing Big Wing tonight, and then tomorrow's Billy Corgan. I'm just gonna sit for that one." But uh, but I'm gonna see Big Wing like in, in a night or two, or whatever it was. And I'm going to move, and I moved more for that show than I had probably ever moved. I was right. so stoked on an old school show for me coming back. I went crazy. And for three days, I could barely move after that. It <laughs> sucks. Getting old sucks, but also Gosh. dancing. After you have a possible back injury in a car accident, that was the Uber, no, the Uber accident. Yeah, that was my yeah. Uber accident, or my Uber got t- or my Uber T-boned somebody. <laughs> and is, got, it, yeah. there's also a band from Nanticoke Straight Edge, um, Nanticoke Straight Edge, Nanticoke, Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, you guys don't know SXE. The band. You guys don't know the name of the band that I'm talking about. I don't. I'm tri- yeah. pussies. Oh, oh, oh. Strength for a fucking reason, I was, man. Didn't okay. know if they were from there okay. or not, but I was waiting for strength you know, for a reason. Two forever, bands I've been waiting the, for. The, the songwriting. Yeah. And, I mean, Carl and Jack together is just, I mean, as far as, I mean, Sick of It All is my all-time favorite hardcore band only right. because they started such a long time ago. Yeah. But if I was born when strength for a reason first was born right. that they would be my ultimate every song they fucking do man from start to finish Hell is yeah. just it makes me want to fucking move bro well i gotta say i got a a little bit of a, a, a of experience with strength they played, for they played um back in the day toast. yeah toast. yeah let's just say i saw them at toast i uh saw them and then i would see them in wisdom like here and there and I always felt uh, I am not tough enough to be at this show. I need to stand in the back. I need to stand with the with the girlfriends in the back of the room because it's just. I'd rather appreciate. From we need afar. you too, bro. We, we need you, you need too. me too. I'm yeah. still buying a ticket. I'm still buying a CD and yeah, shit it's like awesome. that. Contribute but to the band. Bro. You gotta. You have to. Um, but I, I think those are the two bands to me: Wisdom and Chains and Strength for a Reason. If I was gonna say the local our hardcore scene. You can kind of boil it down. It's not immediate local, but it is our area. I would say those are the two bands that most of my friends that were into hardcore, Rich, James, everybody that like really pushed me to get more into that stuff, whether they know it or not, those uh, were the bands that everybody had a strength for a reason dare shirt back in the day. That right. dare shirt that just said SFAR across it. It looked like the dare font and everything. Almost everybody I knew had that. And then Wisdom and Chains was just a band that you could just bump into somebody in yeah. the band on Main Street just walking around. Or Weiss, and, like we were talking about you know, before. Yeah, or you just that Weiss. I mean? like yeah. Running a yeah. Tony or whatever yeah. it might be. And um, I, I was always curious with those bands. Um, they had a lot of local respect. And I feel like those were two of the bands that got out of the immediate area enough to have a little bit more of a, a, a wider uh, a scope on things. Do you think there were any bands that, not to label things with success or not, but oh, yeah. to also label it, do you think, what other bands do you think from the scene got more like maybe notoriety, national recognition? Is there anything that was like the biggest coming out of here that maybe we don't think of, like looking back on it years later? 
I mean, um, I thought you were going in a different direction with that. I thought you were going to say, like, what band, like, didn't. Oh, both. Oh, let's no, do yeah. both of them. If but, you um, have that, if you have the, the band that didn't, who, yeah, let's go with that. Who is the band that didn't get the recognition that no, you went, what no, the fuck no, is wrong with everybody? No One's Hero, bro. Is that the band? No One's Hero. That's the they band were, to check They were out. supposed to be on the original New York City's, like, hottest CD. It was yeah. the original one. Right. And a fanzine came out, whatever. Um, they sent the demo. They're like, yo, we love you guys, man. You know, whatever, whatever. And uh, they got sent back a letter or some shit like that. Like, yo, your lyrics are too depressive. I'm like, wait a second. That's what you can understand the lyrics? Yeah, that's what Hulk Hole was about, though, man. It was like like mind shit, bro. It was like, you know, life. You are working. You're not screaming because you're happy right right now. Right, right. You were screaming because you need to get shit out. You were dancing. They weren't even, they're not even like the room, they're real melodic, man. It's like very, uh, like it, it, you, you could dance to it, bro, but it was very melodic. You yeah. could understand lyrics. Um, they're my boys, man. Uh, dysphoria, dysphoria, musically, as a whole band, they just killed it, man. They killed it. Um, but like wisdom, let's just go right right now. Yeah. Um, wisdom, Richie, Jotham, they deserve. Everything, bro. Yeah. 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 Everything. Yeah. I mean, they, Richie, they, Richie started this shit, man. Um, He started the stuff around here and he built it, man. He did Crutch. He was in Coming Correct for a minute. Right. Um, uh, box cutter, which was like very short lived. But good name for a band. It was. They weren't, allowed, yeah. they weren't allowed to put it out at first, man, because that's when the whole nine yeah, eleven shit. Yeah, oh yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, man. But um, it's it was kind, it was kind of rappy core and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> but Richie and Jotham with Feeble and 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 whatever. Now Evan, Evan's in the band. Evan's my boy and shit, man. He was in uh, what was that boy name, man? Five Five Driver. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Five, yeah. Five Driver. Yep, yep. And he was in some other bands too with the cross-dresser guy I forget from Wilkes-Barre okay yeah, I'm uh, not sure I'm not sure on that yeah and, you know, I love those guys um, but uh, yeah as far as wisdom I mean they tore now bro I mean yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. mean I was I was in Europe in Holland right with a friend hanging out I'm like yo man wisdom's playing England you know yeah. sick of it all yeah and fucking knuckle dust bro knuckle dust is like the England version of Madwall. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes, "You want to fucking go?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I want to go, dude." <laughs> we drove from hot from um, the Netherlands through fucking France, stayed in France, got on a ferry with our car, went over to fucking England, <laughs> went to a club, the Underworld, yeah. which is crazy. Nice. Wisdom and chains, sick of it all, and fucking um, what I say, knuckled us, right? Yeah. Tony was there. Tony was still in a band, right? This is crazy, bro. (laughs) The dude that was, like, driving him around, me and my girl were walking around, checking shit out, and he goes, are you Walt? I'm like, yeah, bro. I'm like, how the fuck? (laughs) They described you to a T, bro. (laughs) Come on, right? So he brought me outside, down a basement, up a basement, to the fucking studio, well, to where the show was going to go. They were doing their fucking band practice. Right, so they all got their backs turned except for Jotham. Jotham sees me. Yeah, he's like, "What are you doing?" Because <laughs> I didn't go with them. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. like a merch yeah, guy. Up. Right. So everyone's got their back turned, like tuning shit. One by one, they all turn around. Man, Big Show, Tony. Um, I don't know if Evan. 
Well, God. speaking of Evan, Chuck is saying that Evan was in the overdrives. Right. Yeah. Overdrives. There They're you go. Look at what yeah. I say. Yeah. Five driver. Five yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I remember. Richie was the five driver. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. Richie no. Much, no. no who was somebody else. Somebody Richie, else. There was I used a, to know a guy in the in five driver, and he told me a little bit about the history. There was, but Richie, enough there was a Richie in Overdrives. I thought so. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought there was. Okay, so yeah. not yeah. Richie Crutch. No, Tony, we were talking about before Tony Meltdown. You know, during the show. You know, I'm hanging out. You know, and my voice is carrying, you know, I'm drinking beers, getting fucked up, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right? He goes, every time he turns to me, he's like, I can't believe you're fucking here, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what are you doing here, man? I'm like, I'm just hanging, bro. Well, I've heard a lot of stories, not a lot of stories, I've heard a good amount of stories of people that have gone to the UK, mainly in metal bands, hardcore bands. Oh, it's big over there. And bro. when they go over there, they're, and actually Sean's in the chat here. Um, I remember talking to uh, Johnstone years ago, and when Kevbo uh, joined up with those guys in the Ninth Plague, uh, obviously formerly from the Ashtray, as you call them, right. um, they uh, I remember hearing from from like Kevbo and those guys or whatever when they went to the UK and they toured. They were just like, "Dude, we were at a show. People knew the words to our songs, right. and I listened to like Pain and Pill Form and like that that release and everything." And I'm like. I listen to this probably like every other day. Uh, I don't know the lyrics to these songs, yeah, yeah. and these people, and that just proves the the the, the pulling power of the UK and Europe well, altogether, and the dedication of the fans to specific genres. Well, we were talking about that, that earlier, though. though. Yeah. It's like you don't know if, if American bands, no, in Europe, they're not sure if they're ever going to come back. Sure, you know, but nothing to take away from though that scene though, because that show. All right, it was sick of it all. Yeah, big big band. Okay, right. it was probably about a three four hundred person whatever. Um, sick of it all. Wisdom and Chains, who only like were just starting to go. You know, they didn't get no royalties yet. Right. And then Knuckle Dust, who played there probably every other weekend. Yeah, you know, the place was fucking packed, bro. Fuck yeah, packed right. Jotham. Right, gets on stage, right? Right before fucking Land of Kings, you know, Pennsylvania. Funny thing about that I song. I fucking love you! Right? The funny thing right about before- that song is, is I've run into friends from from this area that have moved away and didn't know about Wisdom. Oh, and shit. And have caught shows with Wisdom, and then they're, they're like... Have you heard about this band and the song Land of Kings? Yeah. I feel like I'm back at yeah. home. And I was like, yeah. yeah, where the fuck have you been, dude? Yeah, like, yeah were you just like, not going to show us your Yeah, right before that, like, Jotham, <laughs> Jotham's such a, he, he is a, uh, he need he is, and, and if he wasn't, he needs to be like a front man for a band. Yeah. You know I'm saying he just, he gets the crowd going, bro. He goes, and he's like, yo, here's our friend Wall, right? He drove. All the way from Pennsylvania <laughs> tonight show, <laughs> and you see the crowd like what? what? Yeah, fuck it, right? Like y'all the canes, bro. I'm like y'all what up, man? You know? uh, so, what would you say uh, to kind of uh, we again could go on for like four hours with you talking about local music and everything, and we're not done quite yet. But I do want to ask you what what is the band that is your favorite to see live whether it's local or not and then what is one band that you've been that you always wanted to see live and for whatever reason might not have gotten a chance to to see well going back to my youth definitely Iron Maiden 
You know, All right. Maiden, Maiden's my shit. Maiden's yeah. my all-time favorite band, you know. Steve oh, yeah. Iris is God on bass. Do you ever oh, think yeah. of calling yourself the meter Iron Maiden? <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. Let's go on to the next question. Let's go on to the next question here. I guess that didn't go over so well. All right, so... <laughs> I'll see I'm myself not, out. I'm not laughing. I'll see I'm myself out. Don't worry about it. So Iron Maiden in your youth. Iron Maiden in your youth. What about the no, night? We're not done with this yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can, by all means, he's right there. I'm right here. He's You've right got there. plenty of cans and bottles you can throw. <laughs> we might be split up on the internet, but he is literally right yeah, here. Yeah, I am right here. It Ooh. might look like he's in a perch and you're in a perch, but we're all right here. Hey. <laughs> Who's the geriatric over here? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A Jerry of some sort. I think it's more Jerry Lewis, but okay, yeah. Geriatric. <laughs> Peel into our French crowd here, all right? Oh, yes. Peel into our French crowd with the Jerry Lewis jokes. They love Jerry Lewis. Yes. Well, so I was the question before so you... So uh, before I made that amazing <laughs> comment, um, it was, uh, what were what what are bands that you that your favorite shows you have seen and then your lead, the, door, the, the bands that you wish you got to saw and never got to? Well, one band got to saw. I, I, I heard that as it said it got to Sheer, see. Sheer Terra was a band okay. that I uh, always missed. They always, the band was always breaking down, or I couldn't make it, or something like that. But then I saw them, and I was really fucked up, man. Okay, I had a lot of cookies that night. Oh so, yeah, man. yeah. So I don't really remember seeing them. So, so you I might as well have not seen them. I did though. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think I've seen all the bands that I think I wanted. To that's have seen. that's honestly one of the best ways to answer that question. Yeah, that, I mean, there's that a few a bands. That, there's a, right there's there. a thrash metal band called Violence. Okay. Um, if if you like thrash metal, okay. Um, you need to listen to Eternal Nightmare because Eternal Nightmare will fucking make you shit your fucking pants because like before <laughs> thrash metal, yeah, right. And 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 Violence made thrash metal, and anyone that has a problem with that, I will fight them to the death because all right. they all know. If you have problems, let them know. Violence is is thrash metal, right? Um. That's probably the only band I wish I would have seen live. And I could have seen them live, though, but it's like they're 50. Yeah. They're yeah, not right, still right, thrashing. Right. Yeah. I'm not still thrashing. It's, like that, it's hard you know? to thrash after. You guys are thrashing together, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, there might have been a couple, like, like, like overseas bands. Yeah. Maybe. I wish I could have seen or something like that, but I never really sweat that. But I guess, like, honestly, to say, I mean, if there's one band I wish I would have seen live was definitely... Uh, Definitely this band called Violence with a hyphenate. It's V I O, V I O V O A V I O V I O hyphen Violence. Okay, you guys ever heard these motherfuckers? No, I've never heard of them. What the fuck is wrong with you, motherfucker? A lot of things, but the music is only part of it. I will refrain. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on because I never got into hardcore. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. he's not a hardcore guy. This is thrash metal. Yeah. I do like Although, thrash. Yeah. I'll have to right. look it up. Although there are, there are, you have expanded. Cause when, I first, when I first met you, you really, like, you had some metal roots, but you weren't, like, into, like, you didn't dive deep into some of the, a lot of the stuff that you listen to now. Like, yeah. when I first met you, if I was like, hey, here, listen to Morbid Angel, you'd be like, fuck you, no. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, Jersey. you know, you wouldn't. I you do wouldn't, like Morbid Angel now, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you've. 
you've gotten into more stuff. Like That's I was the opposite. Seen. As I grew up, I was more into metal, and then I'm like, oh, maybe I, I should say, listen to I, some I, I was maybe not I metal. I used to staunchly oppose uh, up until I got introduced to the local hardcore scene. Really, I staunchly opposed things that I couldn't understand the vocals. So it's like, what is the point? What is the point? And then I went and saw a show, and then I read lyrics from bands. And I went. Oh, I get the point. I get the point now. You wouldn't be pretty singing these lyrics. Right. You wouldn't be melodically, even though if the music is melodic, you're not necessarily going to be sitting here and singing out this. It is angst-driven. It is anger-driven. There, there is fear. There's a lot of emotion going into a lot of these lyrics. And to get them out screaming. Sure. And as we've worked here on our show and, and worked on different uh, vocal types uh, for me, the screaming side of things, like being able to harness that. Now I go, I, I said it before we went live, and we were playing you our song uh, Interdimensional Hellfire from this summer. I wish I knew I had that in me years ago, because I could have been the fucking singer of a fucking hardcore band 15 years ago, knowing that I can do that now. And one of the great things about growing up, getting older, and still sticking in the music is you don't lose the things you love, you just make the things you love way fucking bigger right, you expand right. and you're constantly you're not a 15 year old kid who's a fucking shithead going no if it's not this I don't like it fuck you and fuck right. your sound you're right. not needing to battle with those people at a show right now all of us no matter what we grew up listening to could go to a show and anything could be playing that's what I did bro we're going to have fun right, with when, it. I, when yeah. we did the underworld yeah alright there was a lot more shows than the big ones. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, sure. We did local, a lot of local stuff, man. Right. I mean, people used to get mad at us for doing too much local stuff. Shit. And I would never forget this one show, man, right? There was six bands, all right? And we didn't do pay to play. Mm -hmm. Fuck pay to play. Fuck pay right? to play for sure. But we did, if you sell a ticket, we'll give you back two, three bucks. Yeah. That was the nice all way right. to do things right. back then. There was a show. Still is. Right? It was like this low-key... I don't even know if there's a genre for it. Yeah. Right. It was a low-key, alternative, like very mellow, kind of whatever. Yeah. There was six bands. Six bands. Six bands. <laughs> All right? It was just mellow, low-key. Six bands. How many people showed up? Eleven. Oh. Oof. Okay. Not including the bands, hopefully. Right. Everybody right. left. <laughs> Still not Terry good. walked out from the hey Underworld calls on. The Underworld calls He walks upon. up to the fucking stage and he crawls. <laughs> he crawls. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? I'm already loaded. I'm drinking like a half a case of Mickey's. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing security. You ready to have some lunch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, he goes, six bands, <laughs> eleven. Fucking people, bro. Yeah. Like I feel you, man. Yeah. yeah. You. That's he goes, rough, man. He's ready to give me like, you know, my my security money. I yeah. Keep that <laughs> yeah. Shit, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Uh well I mean we do have to say, I mean, to kinda like wrap everything up here and kinda put a a, a pin on this and obviously we're gonna wanna have you back yes, to talk please. more about your your vast knowledge and just you again, you, you like me, gift to gab, we could talk for fucking hours here. Um, but you were somebody, as I started saying earlier, uh, we'll, we'll call you the grandfather of the local scene. We'll give Richie his credit as the godfather, but you were somebody with, with places like 
again, the underworld that you were always putting shit out there for everybody. You were somebody that if you were at the show, I felt that if a parent had met you before, they felt good with their, their kid being at that show. I mean, Rich tells the story of, like, the first time he ever met you where... Oh, with his dad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh he, he always talks about that story. Yeah, and, like, and just being able to... Not even if it was a, a parent related, just walking in. I hated into a show. Richie. Yeah. I hated him, bro. Yeah, yeah, hated him. Like, All right, let's Move your that. fucking drum set, bro. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Call your dad. No, don't call him. I gotta go home then. Just put it in one place, man. He had like a 24 piece drum set. Oh, of course, yeah. You were an opening band. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Oh, yeah. 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 You need to bring every piece. I love his dad. His yeah. dad's my boy. Oh, he and his dad great. chilled out. Yeah. Yeah. Beers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we drink beers. Long time ago. McGregor's. Yeah. Maybe some Clay McGregor's. I'm like, Richie, you got to group your set together. Yeah. yeah. Do something. <laughs> if he dies, not going to come and get it. <laughs> you got to group it He's laughing in the comments. He's laughing in the chats there. Fuck yeah. But again, you were you were such a huge I love you, Richie. For so many people. Uh, that were going to shows. You were you were always a uh, you, you were just somebody that was the uncle, the big brother. However, we wanted to look at it. You were the one stopping people Thank from you. doing windmill kicks into little kids' fucking faces yeah. and going, "Yo, we don't have to fucking be doing this. We can all have fun." And that is something that I think is missing in a lot of music maybe today in a lot of the music camaraderie. I really want uh, after the world can slowly get back to normal. I think we are going to see a push of local shows because people so. have been starved for so long right now. I really hope and so. And I can only hope that on the Stroudsburg side of things, the Pocono side of things, that you're sitting right where you belong, right there in the mix of everything, helping all of us get what we want. We want to play shows. We want to go to shows. Yeah. We miss it. I'm going to cry all night about it, man. I'll cry for fucking forever. <laughs> we miss it. We only play one show a year, and we miss our, we one couldn't show. Play our one show. We year. couldn't do it. And honestly, I'm, I'm just ready to jump back into it. I'm re- And I feel like a lot of people are missing out on that. And, and w- while missing it sucks... It means that there is something to miss, and it means that there was something here, and that means that there's something that could be rebuilt and and regained. If you're not doing anything else, pick up music again. Yeah, pick up music. Get back into music. The world's start in a crazy to bands. place. Let's start, start, start playing shows. Local I know bands. Rich has been saying this for a long time. Yeah, yeah. If you're young, pick new. up music. If you've been playing, if you're yep. a musician, get back into it. Fuck Form yeah. a band, play. Yeah. Well, all right, to wrap it all up, Walt, thank you so much for being here, man. Fucking love you, like, from the bottom of our yeah, hearts. Man, seriously, this thank is you. the guest that I have been writing on my list every single season of one day we'll get him on. And for the first couple seasons, I went, we got to get better at what we do before we get hit. But now, like, we'll, we'll have you on pretty much whenever you want to come back on, man. Yeah, um, if you sure. If you see Walt out and about, give him fucking high five. Fucking, or, or maybe give him the coolest meter mate ever. Coolest meter mate ever. Maybe yeah. a six feet apart high five. I don't know how you're going to do that. that. Yeah, give him a hug. Kiss him on the mouth. Um, <laughs> you're a chick. I mean, I'm married. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. you're my so, wife. If you're a chick, don't kiss him. If you're a dude, kiss him. Uh, grab my ass. Grab his ass. Dude, chick. Give him a little tug. Give him a little tug. All right. Um, so thank you so much again for, for being here, man. Um, Not doing the fuzz thing? Oh, also, oh. also, real quick, before you get into it, I think we should. We do have to do the thing. But also, Rich uh, gives you a big thanks. He says it's his first show. Thank you for showing him the way. Fuck Rich yeah. Did you black Yes. Oh, yeah, man. 
Love you, brother. <laughs> All right, so quickly to wrap this up, we'll for real wrap this up with this. How did you, as I heard it, get banned for life from Floods? Because I've heard it a bunch you're of not, ways. You're not still banned, though, right? No. You've okay. been unbanned. Okay. How did this go down? All right. I might have it wrong. All right. <laughs> Probably more right than any of us, including right. Psycho, can remember. All right. And I apologize if Mike's listening. Psycho. Never. He's not listening. Mike's not listening. <laughs> never going to hear this. Right. It was Patty's day. Yeah. It was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I'm fucking Irish. (laughs) All right. A little bit. Yeah. All right. We're at my house on 8th Street. We're drinking beers. Getting loaded. Right. Hanging out. No dropkick Murphys are playing that night on uh, Letterman or something. They're playing, right? So we're like, oh, we're cool, man. Whatever. All of a sudden, people started bouncing, whatever. My girl's like, I want to go out. I'm like, all right. So we go out. I, I pack little grenade Mickey's. Yeah. yeah. Pack them. Right, right, right. All the pockets. Right. We start out at, uh, I think, uh, Sarah Street. We start okay. out at Sarah Street. Go in there. I don't order a beer, dude. I fucking get a beer from. No one sees nothing. Right? Sarah Street don't I was an Mickey's. They don't know. Listen, man. I used to be an asshole big time. Me too. I, I used to be, still am, but I used to be. But then we went to, like, Will Savinsky and uh, Kimmy's house okay. and. Chris Brown, all those motherfuckers, right. when they lived in the Lenape. We okay. go there, we're drinking beers, whatever. I still got Mickey's in my pocket. <coughs> we end up going to fucking front row. We go in there, drinking beers, whatever, whatever, whatever. We end up meeting Jeff Henry. He's an old school fucking skinhead friend of mine, whatever, man. Sorry yeah. for saying that, bro. But you're an old school friend of mine. We end up meeting him and his girl. We end up going to floods. Right? We're in right. there. We ordered food. We got beers. I had the beers in my pocket. This is where it gets a little cloudy. Right. All right. right, right. This is where it gets a little cloudy. Waitress comes over. She's like, Walt, you need another beer. I'm like, no, nah, not unless you got a Mickey's. She's like, no, nah, we don't have any Mickey's. I said, no problem. I said, I got one in my pocket. She's like, oh, all right, no problem, right? All of a sudden, psycho. It's in my face, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. But like I said, this could be different, man. This could be different. This is how I saw it, man. It's 100 years ago. Yeah. It's 100 years ago. And you were shit-faced while it happened. I was a buzzing. Yeah. I was a buzzing. All right? (laughs) Well, we got food. We got pitches. I was a paying customer. Not asking for special treatment. Yeah. All right? But he had some issues with me. Okay. All right. I used to walk into places like I owned it, you know, whatever. All right. He comes over. He's like, well, what's in your pocket? I'm like, oh, Mickey's straight up. I think I said that. Right, right, right. So he goes, he's like, I need it. I'm like, all right, no problem. So I take out my mind. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm fucking wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm like, you got to give it back though, right? He's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, oh, really? So I get a grip of it. It's a grenade. Yeah. yeah. So he's holding the top of it. He's like, you know, one of those like pulling struggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta give it back to me, right? He's like, well, you give it, give it to me. I'm like, no. Are you gonna give it back to me? <laughs> right? He goes, you don't get rid of this. I will. You know, like, All right, dude, let go first. So he lets go. Pop it. Chug oh, it. Oh man, that is what I heard. There you go. Yeah. Right. He's like, fuck you, fuck you, get the fuck out of my bar, right? 
He brought out my sister. He oh. Knew my, he knew my sister. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Right. I'll go walk it out. Diamond Dave. You know Diamond Dave, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or the jukebox. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. He's the security guy. <laughs> He's praying. <laughs> I don't turn ugly. Right? Hey, Psycho's yelling. He's banned for life. Get the fuck out of here. I fucking... Blah, 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 blah. So I'm walking out and Diamond Dave's like, please don't bother me. <laughs> so I walk out, right? Dave, Dave's right there, right? He goes, he holds me. Dave holds me. I swear to God this happened. I can't imagine this, bro. He holds me. He turns to Psycho. This is the best, bro. This is what got me banned. He goes, so how long is Walt... Like not allowed to come in here. He goes, "What well, part of forever? Don't you understand?" <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I right, yeah, 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 do whatever." Oh, dude. Now, how long then after that was it that you were able to go back into Florida? It was close to ten years. Jesus. But 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 Foxy. Yeah. Said, "Why you why you banned from my bar?" Yeah. I said, I don't know, man. She goes, you are not banned from my bar. Right. right. Fuck yeah. I wasn't banned from day one. Yeah. I just respected. The saying. That I knew I fucked that up. Day. Sure, yeah. sure. Fuck yeah. I gotta say, I was kicked out of floods one night, only one night. I had done a bunch of homemade Irish car bombs with my now brother-in-law. I sat on the hood of a car outside of Jock. I pushed through a bouncer at Jock and Jill's. Walked right in, grabbed beer. They were kind of like, it's Kyle, like, you're good. And then I was riding high, and I went over to Floods, and I sat on the hood of a fucking car, and someone told me I put a cigarette out on the car and said it was my car, don't worry about it, and it was not, and walked away. And then I was at the door of Floods, and someone comes up to me, foreshadowing my job later as the door guy at Floods, and hands me their ID, and I'm shit-faced, and I look at it, and I go, all right, $3, and they handed me $3. And then I just kept doing that, and I kept charging a cover to Floods, which has never had a cover. Right. And then all of a sudden, Psycho comes to the door. He goes, Kyle. Or no, I walked inside. He goes, Kyle, were you just standing outside? And I went, yeah. He goes, were you charging a cover to get in? I went, yeah. He goes, yeah, you're done for the night, man. Just you got to get out. I woke up the next morning with $33 in my pocket. So I'm assuming in singles that I charged 11 people a cover to get the Floods. Only 11 people ever to get charged a cover, ever to get into Floods. And it yeah, was only I've been for one night. Out of floods for for the night. Yeah, like for the Joey night. has definitely come up to me like, like, "You're done like, tonight. Zach, you can go. You need to go I, home." Yeah, I've like, never been okay. kicked out of floods. Yeah, you're more docile creature but, than us. But uh, there's one thing in your your story that uh, Fitton would would probably. Oh, uh, the Irish car bomb. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, one, you might as well just said he you got you were drinking some 911. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walked into f- a fucking Jocks one night or, or Grace O'Malley's and went out to f- uh, fucking Fitton. I was like, "Hey, I forget who I was with." And I was like, "Hey, can I get two car bombs?" And Fit goes, go fuck yourself. What if I walked into one of your bars and ordered a 911? And I was like, I guess that's pretty accurate. That's pretty close to it. But yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we got the flood story in there. Well, again, thank you so much for being yeah, man. here. Thanks. One more thing. Yes. One more thing. Do one it. more thing. Do it. Big show. Greg Larson, you are saved. Till next time, oh, I will tell shit. you. We, I will we, tell everybody the fall story. Oh, oh fuck yeah! There's a little teaser for next time. Fuck Big yeah. show, Mister Larson gonna get called out on some shit. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, as always, a big uh, shout out to our. Uh, producer EJ5000 over at Moot.TV for getting this out to you on all podcast formats. Go check out Let Me Ask You a Question, the Derek D. Dozen and White Wasabi with Sensei Match 
His name's Sensei Match. Yes. I yeah. thought it was Sensei Micah for all of this time. Yeah. I don't know where I read that wrong. But there you go. Go check those shows out. Our other uh, uh, friendly podcast that you can go check out, But What Do We Know, which yes. we do the theme music for on that. Go check out Sean and Dave Make Music and the second edition of uh, Zachary and I on Not Movies will be coming out shortly. Yep. So you can check that out. The original one, or the first one, uh, Alert Alert, is already out. So go check that out uh, wherever you get podcasts. Again, a big shout-out to our friends at Beyond the Sticks, the French hardcore band that we featured oh, yeah. tonight, yeah. at Beyond the Sticks on Instagram to find out more about them. A big thank you to Mr. Justin Oldino, yeah, as always, for getting everything put together. Yeah, Fuck round of yeah, applause there. Yeah, thank you. Thank and you. big thank you to Mr. Zachary. You don't know hardcore. All right, guys. For Kyle Mocha, won't shut up. I am Kyle Mocha. We will be back next week with our 100th episode. Oh, yeah. Woo! Thank you so much we for making these 100 episodes what they are, everybody. Thanks for everybody chatting tonight. We will see tonight. you Seriously. next week. Thank you, everybody, in the chat. We didn't Sorry have enough time to get to everybody, but love you all. Thank you so much. We will be back again next week. We'll have James over here. We're going to be drinking some champagne, some fancy beers, we and celebrating. we got some other things in store. we got some other things oh, in James store. Oh, James O for number it's 100. Always it's always James a good episode. James O? Oh, James O. Let's. Come on. You know him. You know him. You love him. All right, guys. As always, to wrap it up, fuck you. Fuck the fans. All right. Fuck the fans. And Jeff Buckley. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I? Kelsey Grammer. If I could only drink like him, we're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be weak. We're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be total experiment.